Vogelsang Pest Management has programs for everyone's budget. Call us at 314-601-1789. Vogelsang Pest Management, serving your family like you're our family. Westplex 107.1, yes, she makes me go crazy. Boy, what an appropriate song that is to start off the morning with Shelly Barr. Thank you, Brad, because... It's a perk to me. She makes me go crazy. What a great song that is. Leslie Odom Jr. And uh, God, it's got that honky-tonk piano and it's got the, like, sounds like the New Orleans brass section in there. Man, I like that. Uh, and and in case you didn't know who Leslie o- o- Odom Jr. was, and Shelly didn't, he was Aaron Burr in Hamilton. And when I said this last week, Shelly went, what? Hamilton? What's that? Yeah, I don't know what Hamilton is. We talked about it. I've never seen it, and quite frankly, I don't think oh, I want man. to. The movie was great. The movie was incredible. You know how a lot of times things get hyped, and you know, like you get a Broadway play or something like that, and then they turn it into like a movie, and the movie just, eh, eh, eh. man. That's because the movie uses more poetic license than the Broadway oh, play does. And, and it's crazy. The movie is four and a half hours long. I mean, it's it's. I think it's the longest movie ever. It's been released. It's just, I mean, you know, to the point where where you know they they actually have they actually have like uh, you know they stop it like every hour. Okay, we're going to resume the mo- the movie now. Everybody, please go to the restroom. Oh, man, it's an incredible movie. That's not true. Oh, it is. It is. It is. It is. Have you seen it? Oh, man, about 10 times so far. Oh, you have not. I did. I saw it last week. Boy, it was good. I'm sorry, what? I saw it last week. That's the last time I saw it. Oh, it's been out since like January. On the movie theater? Yeah, that, or at, that, the, that's, at the Fox Theater. No, that song. No, 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 at the movie. That song is from the soundtrack uh, where, uh, you know, where essentially he's, you know, singing to uh, Hamilton. You know, it's, it's, it's Aaron Burr who's singing to Alexander Hamilton. You make me go crazy. Oh, man. It's, you know, and, and what, that's a scene where they're like doing a duel. And it's like, you know, it's not like the old days. I mean, you know, they've, they've Hollywoodized it to the point where it's not like, you know, the old days where they, you know, they'd stand back to back and they'd walk 20 paces. They turn around and shoot like with single, you know, single shot, you know, guns. I mean, they're, they're carrying M16s with 100 round drum magazines. And I mean, oh, my God, it's an incredible fight scene. You should go see it. Okay, so is it at the movie theaters oh, yeah. or is it oh, at oh, yeah. the Fox? No, it's at the movie theaters. They don't show movies Okay, at the Fox. so they've turned it into a movie. Yes. It was a Broadway play that they turned into a movie. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, man, it's great. Maybe I will go see it when the movie theaters open back up. Well, uh-huh. you know, you can sneak in. You know that. You know, there's, there's the sneak in side. Do you know about that? Yeah, but they're not playing the movies because they're closed, Brad. No, 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 no. If, if you know the right people, you can get them to play them. You know, you pay them a little extra and you sneak in through the side door. You don't go through the main door because they got the police, the main door, you know, so you can't get in the theater. But if you know the right people, make a couple phone calls, sneak in the door, the movies are still going. Trust me. They're still going. Yeah, I I don't think I feel comfortable with that. We have the we have a lot of stuff to talk about today. We'll have Mike um, 
Elam at 7.30, give us an update on St. Charles County. And last week was not a good week for St. Charles County as far as uh, two locations were concerned. He'll update us on that. That'll be about 7.30 this morning. And as we go through the morning, we'll keep you updated on stuff. You know, I have to be honest with you. What's getting frustrating to me, I read all this stuff. Now the media is going like, well, you know, the president didn't do this. He should have done this in mid-January. You know, and keep in mind, in mid-January, he was still being impeached. You know? I mean, that's what I think a lot of people are sort of, you know, missing is the fact that you know Congress was I mean you know you know like the the, the you know the the House of Rep and the and the senators I mean yeah you know what you go back and say well Nancy Pelosi instead of impeaching the president she should have been worried about the you know the Charlie 19 virus we'll exactly talk, well, that's exactly it oh, I it's mean great. they sit there you know? and they were impeaching him and then what else it's came? just you know all the stuff is and it's like it's like coulda, shoulda, woulda. You know, I mean, you know what? If it and, and here's the thing, like like me, who doesn't know anything about the stock market, what was it, two, three weeks ago? I said, remember one morning I said that when 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 Boeing stock was like at ninety five, like a year ago it was like three fifty or something like that. It was at ninety five, and I said, if you had money, you'd go out and buy as much Boeing stock as you could. You'd just load up. I mean, you'd mortgage your house if you could get a loan to to buy as much Boeing stock. And I actually had a friend of mine listening who is a stock market guru who said, you know, you can get in real bad trouble for doing stuff like that. I go, what are you talking about? He says, well, you know, you're giving advice. I go, I'm not an expert. You're an expert. You could get in trouble for getting that advice, you know, on the radio. But I'm, I'm just Joe stupid, you know? I mean, I don't know anything. I mean, that's like me saying, hey, if you want to, you know, if you want to uh, you want to buy a great house, you know, go buy a house in Ladue. I mean, you know, people go like, oh, okay, I'll go buy a house in Ladue. So then the stock went, was it within a week, went to 195 or something crazy like that, 180? It like doubled in price, you know? I mean, and everybody, and, and you know, and, and what's crazy about it is, is you already got people, I heard people over the weekend talking about, oh, I got to sell my house because because I'm underwater right now. I just bought it six months ago and price my house is, oh, come on, you know? I mean, that's, you know, does that same person say, oh, I just bought a new car and I paid $20,000 for it and I drove it off the lot and now it's worth fifteen. Oh, I think I'm going to sell it. You know? No, it's just one of those things, you know, just the way things go. And then there is your daughter, which this is so funny. <laughs> what? The deal with your daughter. What about my daughter? <laughs> you don't know about this, do you? Uh-uh. Her oh. birthday was yesterday. I know. <laughs> well, yeah, because you well, tried to call her on Friday. We'll talk about it in the 7 o'clock hour, which is really funny. <laughs> okay, so tell me. No, we'll talk about it in the 7 o'clock hour. It's my babes. I should know. You've got, uh, it's 6.11 right now. We've got about uh, 59 minutes and 22 seconds uh, before I'll tell you what happened. You know most of it, but you don't know the part of it that I know. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because you were here when I called her, right? You heard yes, it. Yes, I was. It wasn't like this is a big secret, like I you know, called her at like 3 o'clock in the morning. Hey, Tiffany. Oh, oh, oh. No, no, that kind of stuff. You know? No. Although maybe That would I, be me calling her at 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> do, you really, to her. do you really call her at 3 o'clock in the morning? Yeah, I did. When? On her birthday. Oh. Uh. Man, you know, you, did, did she answer the phone? 
Uh, no, she just texted back sleeping. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, do you mean you got a kid that answers her phone? I call my kids and they don't answer anymore. You know? No, Tiffany usually answers unless she's sleeping. Yeah, my kids only call me when they need something. Yeah, my babes isn't like that. <laughs> when, when my son has trouble with his car, guess who we call? Dad. You know, remember it was earlier this year where he got stuck, remember? And I and I went and dug him out, you know, in the snow. Don't you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's because you're the rock, Brad. No, no. I, I'm, the, I'm, I'm Mr. Fix-It. That's who I am. Mr. Fix-It. You're, you're like MacGyver. Don't, don't we know Mr. Well, that's what my kids... <laughs> when I told you that about... About, I don't know. That five. they think that you're a CIA agent because oh, yeah. you can do pretty much anything? My one son still thinks that. My one son really thinks I'm a CIA agent. He really, honest to God, does. It's That's so funny. hilarious. Yeah. Well, and what's crazy about it is I know someone whose husband was a CIA agent, and she didn't know it for like 20 years. That's a good relationship right there. Well, but what's funny about it is if you watch the James Bond movies, and I don't know if they do it anymore, but like in the original James Bond movie where he was like, you know, socializing when he was out with people, and they asked him what business he was in, he would say import-export, because that's why he traveled all over the place. He was import-export, and that's what this guy told his wife. He was in an import-export business, which is funny because because now hindsight being twenty twenty, she looks back and she goes, "I think he was telling me, but he wasn't," you know, and and because that's like if you're like I said, if you're a James Bond aficionado, you know that line, you know, it's almost like you know Bond, James Bond, but he doesn't say it anymore in any of the movies. But that's what he used to be. He was in an import-export because that's how he was like. That's how he was like you know going all over the world and traveling and stuff like that. I think they should have a black James Bond, and I think it should be Will Smith. Why do we need a, a black James Bond? I think the new James Bond is going to be a woman. I think in, in this one, I think he retires or he gets killed or something like that. That Aww. It's going to be a woman. Yeah, see, I don't know how I, I feel about that. I think the new James Bond should be Jamie Allman, and they'll just change his last name from Allman to Bond. He'll be Jamie Bond, and he'll be, he'll be the international talk show guy. And what he'll do is he'll just slice people with his, with his tongue. You know, if somebody comes up to him and like with karate, his sharp wit, yes, with his, he'll just you know, he'll just. Oh my God, I, I've been, I've been, I've been decimated by Jamie Bond. That was weird. <laughs> oh look, six fifteen. Westplex one hundred seven point one. Say it right. Good morning, T. It is a BS in the morning. I am Shelley. She is Brad, and that's how we roll here at the radio station. Uh, we are broadcasting live on Westplex one zero seven one. You can find our website at Westplex one zero. 1071.com and the website for Shelly and I is bsinthemorning.show. You had a question? Yeah, but I can talk to you off air about it. Oh, no, no. Talk about it right now. No, we'll yeah. talk about it off air. No, go ahead right now. Hey. No. Do you mean, mm-hmm. you mean you, you're, you're going to keep secrets from our listeners? Sometimes that needs to be done. <laughs> what could that be? You know, it's 36 right now. I mean, that's the official temperature right now. It's supposed to only be 48 today. 36. It's you, cold. You know, I painted yesterday. It shouldn't be cold, but I, it is. I painted yesterday, and before I painted, I read the label on the paint, and it said, do not paint if the temperature will drop below 35 degrees within 24 hours. So 
yesterday I pulled up the forecast from the Weather Wizards of Weldon Spring, and it said the low was going to be 45. I thought, oh, okay, well, I got 10 degrees, no problem. It's 36. <laughs> I think they missed it a little bit, like by like 10 degrees. So I hope my paint doesn't freeze and fall off. Man, it was one of those things I'm painting old wood, and you got to prep it, and you got to, you know, you got to, you know, scrape the old, you know, all the old paint off, and then you got to work on the Henway. I mean, it's it's something. You have to work on the Henway? Yeah. You never painted before? I've never painted a Henway before. No, you don't paint a Henway. That's what you do. You got to work on the Henway. It's it's a it's a it's a you know something you do when you're when you're doing painting. Hmm. Okay. Good to know. Because during this shutdown, I'm going to paint my house. Okay. You're going to laugh when I tell you this, but over the weekend, I saw a video, and this was not a, a haha funny funny, you know, make believe movie video, but I saw a video of a guy in a in a bar. I mean, obviously, it wasn't current because no people are in bars right now, but it was a guy in a bar, and in the back of the bar, there was a big sign that said it smells like Updog. No, you didn't. Honest to God, I swear I'm not kidding you. It was a big <laughs> Did sign. Did you take a picture of it? No, it was just a scene of video. I probably does, should have done a, a screen cap of it, you know, but but yeah. it, it was just, it was like, okay, I don't believe that. Anyway, um, yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. You have to admit that's pretty funny. Well, you know, it's one of those things, you know. <laughs> Shelly, it does smell like Updog this morning. I smell like Updog? It smells like Updog. Don't you smell that? That's on your side of the table because my side of the table doesn't smell like Updog. Okay. Whatever you say. It is. Uh, oh, and, and by the way, next what? hour, next hour. Yeah. I have to tell you something about my ex-boss. Is that the one that keeps on dumping on Trump? Oh, my God. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, and, and once again, he runs, this is Joel Denver, okay? He runs a, a respected media website. This guy essentially is a journalist, okay? And if you follow him on Twitter, every single day, it's the same old stuff. The whole problem with the country is Donald Trump. He's a lying, you know, you know, blankety blank, and 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 we should impeach. We should impeach him again, and this time it's going to stick. And that's all day long. That's all he ever says. And what's crazy about it is here he runs this really good website called AllAccess.com. Well, you'd never know it from his stupid Twitter feed. You know, I mean, you know, it's to the point where, hey, dude, and, he was, and he's been doing it for a long time. He's like a pioneer. He started this in 95. This is his 25th year on the Internet. How many companies can you say, you know, have been on the Internet continuously for 25 years? There's probably like hardly any because I first put my well, first. Well, you, no, you've had your no, website well, since. But not the same company. I mean, you know, I mean, I put a website up in 93 and and got frustrated with it in like you know probably 2001 2002 because i couldn't make any money at it you know you know and and you know it's to the point where it's just you know that was before things really started to happen as far as selling advertising time and the whole bit and here's this guy who's been at it for 25 years and and you know and, and he's one of these guys that's like well i live in malibu oh excuse me i didn't realize you were one of the rich folk you know the the hoi ploy you know that lives in malibu you know, I mean, he's saying that, you know, like in one of his tweets, he's going like something about air pollution. You know, Donald Trump doesn't know what he's talking about. I live in Malibu and 
and and once upon a time the pollution was terrible and now it's it's not bad at all and it's all because of obama well, okay whatever no isn't it because nobody's working because there's a <laughs> pandemic well that's what's going on like in a lot of the european countries and in india they talk about i, I, I mean heard, let's be real well it's funny she mentioned i heard something over over the weekend that in india there are people saying like wow the sky's actually blue <laughs> Because normally it's so polluted, you know. It's like in China, you know. We, we talked about those those air pollution maps, the ones from the satellites that you know when they shut down Wuhan, that you know for like the first time like in decades, the air pollution was down to almost nothing, you know. And and then you know it's all our fault, you know. The United States, we're the ones pollute everything, right? Yep. Six twenty seven. Westplex one hundred seven point one. Dancing with a stranger. Good morning, T. Six thirty eight. It is BS in the morning. She is Brad. I am Shelley. Our website is bsinthemorning.show. Aren't you glad you don't live in Santa Cruz, California? I am. You, I actually like living right where I'm at. Do you know one of the reasons why you should be glad you don't live in Santa Cruz, California? Why? Shall we say they're a tad bit anal? Is that the right word to use? Anal retentive? Well, here's the story. Okay. The Santa Cruz Police Department, and I'm not making this up. They actually tweeted this out. They were proud of this. Okay, here's their tweet. Mm-hmm. Seven times $1,000 equals one expensive hangout. Everyone should know by now that this is not the time to meet up and party. Officers cited seven $1,000 tickets for shelter-in-place violations to help these guys remember their time in Santa Cruz. Seven people drove from Fremont, California, to Santa Cruz to go to a 7-Eleven to buy some alcoholic beverages and they were arrested and ticketed and matter of fact the santa cruz police department on their tweet had a picture of all seven of these people uh sitting on the curb in front of the 7-eleven store handcuffed were they practicing so um well, that, minimum safe that's distance? the funny part of it is they're like a couple people are like sitting you can see there's like i don't think but the the biggest distance between any of the seven of them is like two feet. Okay, so they went to a 7-Eleven, and they said that they were they had to get because drinking was essential. So essentially, and here's what's interesting: if you that's read, why they haven't closed down the liquor stores. Well, if you read between the lines, it said da, 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 uh, they came from Fremont to get some essential drinks. Police Chief Andrew Mills tweeted: If you're not from Santa Cruz and you put our community at risk, you will get a ticket. You know, hashtag shelter in your own town. So, in other words, if they would have wow. been from if they would have been from Santa Cruz, oh, they wouldn't have got a ticket. But since they were from Fremont, you know, I mean, that would be like you know the O'Fallon police saying, you know, you know, pulling up to like a shopping, you know, like the the, the Wally World there on K, you know, pulling up and going like, hey, what are you doing? Well, I just come here to buy some toilet paper. Hey, where are you from? Well, I'm from St. Charles. Well, sorry. You, you, you go back to St. Charles. Don't bring your germs into O'Fallon. You know what I mean? It would be like, okay, come on. Lighten up a little bit, you know? And then there's these crazy stories about, I mean, I was this is going back and forth all weekend about the, the church services in Kansas. Did you hear about this? Uh-uh. Well, a lot of states are saying, you know, that there were church services, that you shouldn't have church services. Matter of fact, there was an interesting picture, if you see it on the Post-Dispatch, actually sort of interesting. It's a Catholic uh, church and a priest who's giving the service yesterday, and he had all the parishioners send pictures, and he printed them out 
and put them like <laughs> in all the pews, which was sort of cool. You know what I mean? And, and he he did the, the, the service. He, he streamed it, but he's talking to like the various people. And I see the so-and-so family over here, and thank you for being here this morning. But it was all pictures. Anyway, going back to the thing. That's actually a very cute yeah, idea. I know. I, always thought it was, I thought it was neat. So <laughs> going back to the Kansas thing, the Kansas thing, apparently the governor said, you know, it's they, the governor outlawed church services yesterday. So... Then the United States, the United States Attorney General came out and said, no, you can't outlaw church services. That's a basic, you know, uh, right under the Constitution. And then they took it, the, 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 the Kansas governor, somebody took it to the, the Kansas Supreme Court. The Kansas Supreme Court says, yes, you can outlaw church services when there's a pandemic going on. And then there was the story, all these other crazy weird stories from yesterday, Easter Sunday. Then there was a story of a church somewhere where, I can't remember this was, I'll have to look this up, where they were actually in the church, but they were like all social distance, distance but the police were ordered to go through the parking lot and write down all the license numbers of the cars in the parking lot, and they're going to get a ticket. So how many people were in there? Talking to your Nord again. You are absolutely correct. That's yeah. what exactly what I was doing. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, but, but, you know, once again, it's one of these things where it's like, okay, hold on a minute. You know, I mean, the deal with, with the Santa Cruz and that, you know, like once again, the Chiefs. Well, it makes a difference. I thought that we were allowed 10. Well, but it depends on, you know, it depends where you're at. Like in California, you're not supposed to leave your house. You know, I mean, unless like unless you're, you're, you know, like your house is on fire, you're not supposed to leave it, you know, unless you're essential people. You know, the crazy thing is, you know, and I know some people are going to go, oh, he's the one that's causing all the problems. I'm out every day. OK, yesterday, I have to admit to you, I was doing painting. I was like doing some some, you know, uh, you know, fixing up some stuff. OK, so like a dummy. I go to, because there's a particular brand of paint, you know how it is nowadays, if you go to one store, if you go to like the, the, the you know, the, the, the highs and HD, you know what I'm talking about? The two different hardware places, highs and yes. HD. Okay. Yes. Okay. So there's a particular brand of paint that I like that I've had very good results with. It's at highs. So I go to one of the highs yesterday and they pull in the parking lot. It's like 10 o'clock. I'm like, oh, I guess they don't open until noon. And I sit there in the parking lot. I'm about ready to go up to the window and go like, Oh, my God, it's Easter Sunday. I forgot. They're closed. So I went down the street to Wally World, okay? Place is jumping, you know? I mean, there's tons of people in there, you know? And I'm thinking to myself, okay. And 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 one guy, you know, I got my big, my, my crazy respirator that's got the big, you know, the big filters on it. There was one guy in there that had me beat. He had a full face mask like the kind the firemen have but not with like the breathing tank you know that has like the you know like the you know it covers your entire face and you got like the clear the clear lens in the top and then you got the breathing on the bottom and i walked yes. by him and i gave him a thumbs up and he gave me a thumbs up back <laughs> oh you were bonding yes because him and i were like the super face masks in the store oh but, how cute but you know and 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 you know what yesterday uh, you know, uh, and, and by the way, you know, the schnook stores are still closed. They closed on Saturday night. They don't open till noon today. Well, they probably needed to give their workers a break. Yeah, but look at the Wally World people, man. They're working seven days a week, you know. I mean, you know, they're making... Yeah, but Wally World is a little different than schnooks. Well, yeah, they pay their workers about... I think Wally World, you start at like thirty-two fifty an hour. I think this is what you start at, Wally World. That's not true. Oh, yeah, thirty-two fifty an hour. That's a lie. Oh, no, no. True. 
No, it's not. True, yeah. Yeah. Go Brad, back. it's not true, and I will bet you hey, on that. Shelly, I went back at the Walmart yesterday to check it out, the employee parking lot. Mercedes, Lexus, Land Rover. It's all the people that work there. No, you're BSing me. Stop it. I'm telling it. you, I wouldn't kid about a thing like that. 645. Westplex 107.1. How'd I do on that one? Was I okay on that one? That was actually pretty good. <laughs> I'll give you two thumbs up on that one. I'm always two doinks. <laughs> no, hold Actually, it. you deserve four do- four doinks. Four whole doinks. Four whole doinks. I'm trying to play, but it won't. Hold on a minute. What's going on here? Oh, I know why. <laughs> hold on. I got a problem here. <laughs> My computer system. You need to plug it in. No, 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 no. It's all messed up. You know, it's it's all messed up. Oh, did okay. your buttons get all messed up with all the? crap that you keep on putting in there doink 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 there we go four doinks <laughs> he had to find it ladies and gentlemen no, it was, he's got so it was, many it was, it was little it was right there in front of me and 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 and, and, and by the way by the way sad thing with with tornadoes in alabama I mean, did you see that? I mean, uh, no, and, oh, oh, over the weekend, yesterday, terrible storms, tornadoes, people killed, uh, hit another airport, destroyed a bunch of planes, destroyed a bunch of houses. I mean, it's just really sad. I mean, you know, think about it. Times are screwed up enough with, you know, this, the Charlie 19 virus and the whole bit. And like that tornado hits you on, 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 on Easter Sunday. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, that's the kind of thing where we got to be calling Chris Heifel and say, okay, Chris. Explain this to us. You know, how, how does this happen? Well, you know, I mean, how does this happen to good folk, especially good folk in Alabama, you know, uh, and uh, Easter Sunday? I mean, what's the deal? And by, yeah, but by the, by the were way, they together? Oh, there's a, oh, storms. Matter of fact, if you watch this, you know, I'm the weather nerd. I was watching yeah, all these are. storms uh, going through the south, uh, watching the national radar. And, oh, my God, some of these areas were just getting pummeled. I mean, you know, you could you could see that the intensity of some of the storms in some of the areas, and uh, you know, and and you know, once again, it's stuff that went to the south of us. I mean, it didn't come. I, I think it hit. There was some of the stuff that hit in southern Missouri, uh, but majority of it was like uh, you know, essentially uh, along I forty, if you know where that's at, south of Interstate forty, which goes well, through. We got we got some of our own little weather. Yeah, but not like they had. Not, I mean, it was like it was like big time, like crazy weird stuff. You know, I mean, tornadoes. I'm so sorry and stuff for like that. that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, so <laughs> here's here's a Facebook post. Okay, not to make light of it, but yes, we're going to make light of it. Um, <clears throat> okay, ready? The most Alabama thing ever: tornadoes on Easter in the middle of a pandemic, and the weatherman referenced a strip joint and a barbecue place as landmarks. So the weatherman of the TV stations is giving track of the storm, and I know it's it. We shouldn't laugh at it, but it is sort of funny, you know. You know, barbecue place and a strip joint. You know, it's like you know, and 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 what's you know what's so crazy about those that? might be the the center points in town. Well, when I go down to see my son down in Pensacola. I go through, I go down 55 and I cross over the Mississippi there at Memphis and then cut through, uh, through, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, Tennessee, then in the, then in the Mississippi, take, you know, go down south on, and Tupelo, uh, state highway, or I guess it's U.S. Highway 45. And that takes you down straight. Do you go through Hattiesburg? No, it goes straight south all the way down to Mobile, Alabama. And boy, that, that stretch, 
when you get into southern Mississippi and when you get into Alabama, and especially, you know, the Mobile area, it's really nice. Very, it is. Very it's be- lovely. Very beautiful area. You know, because always people, oh, it's, it's Alabama. You know, it's like, it's like, you know, it's to the point where it's like, give me my choice between Alabama and Illinois, between like Edwardsville and Chicago. I'll take Alabama any day because there's trees, there's, you know, there's, you know, it's nice there's and scenic. There's things to look at besides well, gray fields. Yeah, when you go north in 55, like 55 between Edwardsville and like all the way, almost all of Chicago, like Springfield, there ain't much there. It's nothing but farm and, you know, and you, they talk about Kansas being boring. Man, it's not as bad as as, 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 as Illinois. It's 657. Are you feeling meh about Westplex 107.1? I'm sorry. I can't resist kids, kids Bob Karen. <laughs> you were just so hilarious. Oh, what are you sorry? I didn't have you turned up. What did you say again? <laughs> I said you're just so so hilarious. <laughs> I think it's so funny. Kids Bob Karen. Remember that that bizarre video? <laughs> yes, I remember. Have you ever seen, there's a bunch of remix, if you don't know what we're talking about, this is some crazy thing happened, what, last year, earlier this year, where some lady got cut off in traffic, uh, there's a an Uber driver and has a, a woman in the back seat, and she's the one that videotaped it, so at a stoplight, this lady gets out of her car and she sticks her head in the window, the passenger side window, and she goes off on the Uber driver, and the lady in the back seat, who is the Uber passenger, says something to her, and then as she's been known as Kids Bob, Karen goes off on the gal in the back seat. And what's funny is there's all these videos where people have stripped the audio off of it. They put in new audio, you know, they, you know, like they're doing like, like, you know, like they're doing voices and, and they're like doing the yes, lip sync, you know, the like bad. they do with dogs. Well, the bad lip sync stuff, like you see the NFL yeah, films. Where yeah, it's, yeah. It's pretty funny. Okay. Uh, at least it was funny to me. Okay. It's 708. And that's all that matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 708. Uh, it is BS in the morning. I am Shelly. She's Brad. Okay, so on Friday morning, all Friday morning, Shelly, like when we're off, we're you know we're playing music and we're playing commercials. We're off the air. Shelly's going, "Are you going to call my daughter and wish her happy birthday on Sunday?" I don't know, I'll think about it. You know, went out all all morning. Call you gonna you gonna call Tiffany? You gonna get her on the air and wish her happy birthday? I don't think about it. So it like, wasn't all morning. I asked you twice. All morning long. I, you know, I got the recording. You know, a matter of fact, I listened to it over the weekend forty-two times from the time we went on at at six o'clock till eight o'clock. Sometimes, sometimes she would text me. Are you going to re- Are you going to call Tiffany? That is wish, so not Are you true, going to call her? Wish her happy birthday. I mean, a carrier pigeon came into the studio, and I, you oh, know, I, I pulled it. this little message Listen off, and it He's said, just blah, it blah, said, blah, it said, you are you going to uh, call Tiffany and wish her happy birthday? You know, I've got to carry a it. So at like 8.30, I called her. Now, the studio line here that we call out on is like a number that's different from my number and Shelly's number. So the downside we have is is that if we try to call people, sometimes they won't answer because they see this number come up. I don't know who that is. So they won't answer the phone. So I said to Shelly, I said, I bet you any money she doesn't answer. So Can't you change that ID? And make it like um, it just comes up as call. It just comes up at the phone number. You know, it comes up as. But you can change that. You you can change that to make it come up with anything. Yeah, I know. And when you when you when it comes up right now, I'll call you. It says, "Calm down, calm down." That's the that's what it says on. <laughs> it, it does, does not. It says, "Calm down, calm down." You're so cray cray. <laughs> no. Okay. So I call her on the air at like eight thirty five. 
and it rings and it rings and it rings and finally goes to voicemail. So just on the spur of the moment, I do my my goofy my goofy uh, authority voice. Hi, I, this is Mr. Smith from the Missouri Department of Birthdays. I can't remember exactly what I said. We just wanted to call you and tell you that due to the coronavirus situation, that your birthday on Sunday it's been canceled. And uh, yes, I'm, I'm sorry to inform you this, but we were canceling your birthday on Sunday. If you have any questions, call us at the eight hundred number. And I hung I up. I bet she thought that. So, when she heard it, I bet she thought she was being punked. She didn't know it was me. So What? Y- yes, she didn't know it was me. So yesterday, yesterday morning, let me see if I can find it. I get a text. Okay, here's my text. Hi, this is Tiffany Gaines. My mom told me that you have, my mom told me you have me that cute and hilarious message on Friday. OMG, me and my friends at work loved it. It made us all smile and laugh at work, even though it was a really crappy day. Thank you for bringing us some joy and laughter. It was hilarious. She didn't realize it was me until Aww. until you told her that. And apparently, did she work on Friday? Did you, when did she work, Friday or Saturday? Um, I don't know. Well, apparently, she's at work. And she's what? She's at the hospital, right? Oh, yeah, she was at the hospital. It was Friday. Yeah, okay, so she's playing her, her fellow nurses this voicemail of me canceling her birthday, not knowing it's me, thinking it's just like a prank call, which it sort of was. It turned out to be a prank call because we were trying to get her on the air because she wanted to wish her happy birthday, you know, and she didn't answer. It just went to voicemail. So she's going around. What hospital she work at? I'd, I'd rather not say. Okay, so she works at, at oh, I know which she one. She works in the ER she works at, at a hospital uh, as a paramedic. With George, Cl- with George she's Clooney? she's graduating. With George Clooney? This Thursday. George Clooney? This Thursday is her last day of school. Well, she's not graduating Thursday. No, but she can take her end clocks. Okay. God, I love those end clocks. I went, I, went I went to Church's Fried Chicken over the weekend. I go, do you have any of those end clocks? And they go, no, I'm sorry, we're out of NCLUX. I go, oh, my. <laughs> you know, I was, I, I drove all the way here for NCLUX. Anyway, so she's thinking this is like Joe prank call, and it was me and you, which was sort of funny. And she didn't realize this until apparently you said something to her, what, Saturday or something like that? Hey, we tried Yeah, to- I said, answer, I said, check your voicemail. Oh, she already did because she said she played it at work. Oh, okay. Then she must have. Well, this is when I told her to check her voicemail before all this started. Yeah. Well, anyway, so I thought that was sort of funny. So <laughs> That's she, hilarious. She's thinking it's <laughs> maybe maybe I'm missing my calling. Maybe I should. You know, there's what's that Be one? A punker? Well, no, where's that one service um, that they have the celebrities and you pay them so much? What is it? Cameo? Isn't that what it is? Cameo? You know what I'm talking I don't about? Know. I think it's Cameo. Here, let me look at it. Cameo, where essentially you you go online and you can pick a celebrity and then they'll like send a video, a uh, customized video to, uh, yeah, cu- personal, personalized shout outs, Cameo, okay, uh, where you can go online and you can say, hey, send me a, you know, you can pick people and depending upon how famous they are is how much it costs. And then you can have them do a video that you can send. Uh, you know, to someone. So it'll be like, you know, like, you know, I don't think you get the Kardashians, but somebody, you know, like, you know, movie star or something like that. Remember, that was the deal that, uh, what was it, uh, what was the guy's name? Um, um, uh, Sugar Ray, what's the guy's name? Grath, what's the, what's the first name? What's his first name? You know, the the, the good looking dude from from uh, um, uh, Sugar Ray, 
the head. Sugar Ray Leonard? No, 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 no. The group, Sugar Ray. His name's something McGrath, Chris McGrath or something like that. I don't know even what they sing. Well, Sugar Ray. You don't know who Sugar Ray is? Clearly not. You know who Sugar Ray is. What did they sing? We play the songs. Anyway, so, so... the that got the cameo thing got a lot of attention because some guy, I think it was either a guy or a gal, paid Mark is that I think it's that Mark McGrath. I think that's his name. Mark McGrath. They paid Mark McGrath through cameo to break up with his girlfriend. Now, I shouldn't laugh at that, but it is sort of funny when you think about it. It's like, okay, how low do you have to go that if you're gonna break up some with somebody, you're gonna like, you know, buy a like a, a you know, like a gig on 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 you know this website mark uh, not to mention the fact that he's breaking up with her via video yeah mark mcgrath that's like breaking up with her on text mark mcgrath and by the way you know what one of my favorite songs is and i didn't even know this existed and i don't even know how i found it on youtube you know one of my favorite songs is party for two with um uh, Shania Twain and uh, what's the country guys? Yes, uh, I, I uh, know that song. Billy uh, Billy Currington, I think it is. Okay, you know, yeah. Party for Two. Do you know there's another version of that song and another version of the video with Mark McGrath? And it's like a remix, and it's essentially the same video done with her and him. It's it you know where like if you saw if you saw the original party for two video at the end of it they're like in some swanky french resort and they're hanging from a chandelier and then there's the billy currington version and then there's the mark mcgrath version which is like the exact same thing but it's a kind of gets around doesn't but she? it's a remix it's not it's not like a country song it's like a rock song so anyway how come we don't have that I didn't know it existed until like two weeks ago when I found it by accident when I was, you know. Well, that was two weeks ago. Why don't we have it now? Well, we don't even play that song here. We play it on KSLQ. We don't play it here. Well, if it's a new song, we should play it on No, here. it's not a new song. It's an old song. Party for Two. Oh, okay. This but is... it's a remix, so therefore it's new. No, 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 no. They did it at the same time. What they did oh, was, it's it's oh, it's essentially oh, okay. it's it's they the there's two videos now. There's video with with Billy Currington and Shania Twain, and it's doing the country version, you know, Party for Two, and then there's the remix version, which is the exact same video, but instead of it being Billy Currington. It's Shania Twain and Mark McGrath, but it's the same thing. They're in the same scenes. In other words, they they, they obviously shot two different versions of the video, one with Mark McGrath, one with Billy Currington, and then they spliced them together differently. So there's the one that's got Shania Twain and Billy Currington, you know, in the same places, like it's in London or Paris or something like that. And then there's the other version, which has Mark McGrath and, and Shania Twain. But they're done with the exact same shots, a little bit different because the story's a little bit different uh, with the Mark McGrath video. But essentially, it's the same thing. And we're like, I've never seen this before. Sort of weird, you know? Kind of interesting. Yeah. 717. That's what I just said. Westplex 107.1. It is BS in the morning. I am B. She is S. And uh, we have weather coming up just in a minute with our Jennifer. What's her name again? Wojcicki. And she's our meteorologist. She will be with us momentarily. In the meantime, I have the second most important man in St. Charles County. The first most important man is, of course, Caleb Hunter. The second most important man is Mike Elam. Mike <laughs> what's wrong? Are you choking? <laughs> no, I was just laughing because, you know, 
Caleb Hunter keeps the lights on, baby. Yeah. Extreme electrical. We'll, we'll make it work for you. Well, see, that's a running joke that at the, you know he's he does our top of the hour IDs, and when we finish the show, uh, Shelly and I always introduce him because he does the top of the hour ID. We always introduce him as the most important man in St. Charles County, and here's the most important man in St. Charles County, and then Caleb comes on, and he gets embarrassed by it because we we keep calling him the most important man in St. Charles County, and because you know he doesn't he undoes your shorts. <laughs> this is true. This is very true. Yeah. Good old Oh, Caleb. my gosh. Mike. And he's also got to be one of the most busiest guys in St. Charles County because Caleb is at everything. I serve on the board with him with the O'Fallon Chamber of Commerce and Industries, and that that guy is a ball of energy, man. You know, you know what they say, if you want something done, ask a busy person to get it done, right? And then it gets done, right? That's true. <laughs> you know, very because, true. Because they somehow or another, they, they are able to work things into. Mike Elam is a, a county councilman for which district again? Three? Two. District three, correct. It's mostly Cottleville, Weldon Spring, but there's a little St. Peter's, little Darden Prairie, little O'Fallon mixed into there. About 55,000 residents. You are just a multi-a multi, a multi-jurisdictional kind of console guy, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, there's only seven of us. There's quite a few zip codes, so we right. uh, And we have been calling him on a weekly basis for updates and things. And last week, Shelley and I were talking about this. Boy, the the Frontier uh, Health and Rehabilitation Center and the uh, the the uh, Center Point Hospital. Lots of cases coming up through that. And, and and what's the scoop on that? Anything more on that? As far as because St. Charles County has been pretty decent. What's the current numbers in St. Charles County? The last numbers that I saw were 350 positives and uh, 12 deaths that we had throughout the county. And unfortunately, Frontier accounts for uh, just under half of all the deaths that we've had in the county. And if you put those two places together, you're talking about a quarter of all of the positive cases that we have so far throughout St. Charles County. Yeah, and, and it's one of those things where, you know, you can sort of see if you're in a, you know, a confined uh, area like that, which obviously, uh, you know, a nursing home and a rehabilitation center is, and the other one's a hospital. I can see where that happens, but boy, it it was like every, you know, Shelly and I were talking about like this uh, last week, every day we got the press release and there was more cases and it was like, whoa, man, stay away from those places, right? Yeah, well, I think it was one of those things where, um, and I think we talked about this a little bit last week, the more testing that becomes available, the more of those confirmations you're going to have. It's not so much that it's all these new cases, it's just new to us. If that makes sense. Well, and plus, once they started having it, I think they tested everybody. They t- tested all the patients and all the the uh, staff as well, too. So essentially, they got everybody as far as the testing is concerned. Right. And if you had more widespread testing, I think that you would see, well, I know, you would see our numbers uh, jump dramatically. But luckily, for the most part, our county has come through this pretty well so far. Our healthcare system hasn't been overwhelmed Um and hopefully it stays that way. Yeah, and you know it's interesting. I heard a thing last night, and I actually tried to, to verify it, but and and I've, I've come close to it that they say that, and this was a national number that I heard uh, that on any given day nationally hospitals are at eighty five percent capacity, and this is like an overall general number. And you know what they said the the capacity is right now forty five percent. Wow. Well, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, there's a lot of 
um, elective procedures that happen on a daily basis. Right, right. That are going to put people in the hospital for, you know, that 24-hour stay, 23-hour stay, as the insurance companies would say. But uh, right now, all of that has been put on hold. And unless you absolutely have to be in the hospital, because really of what we just talked about with those two places, having people in a confined area is going to lend itself to having the disease spread if it does make it in there. It's really going to hit like wildfire because it is so contagious at certain stages of this virus. So you really want to keep people away. What I've been pleasantly surprised about hearing is the New York numbers. And they built all these hospitals and they brought in the Navy uh, hospital ships. And those are very little capacity right now, which means that what they were expecting is not coming to fruition right now. And again, hopefully that's a trend that we continue to see. Aren't you an ex-Navy guy? I am. I'm a Navy corpsman. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. And, and were, you, were you assigned to the Marines? I was. Yes, yes. I, I was looking through my paperwork when we were walking around in the woods with these guys going, no, it says U.S. Navy, <laughs> not U.S. Marine Corps. But there I was, well, walking around in the woods. See, I know somebody else who was a Navy corpsman, and they said that that was the interesting aspect of it. He said the same thing. He said, like, I joined the Navy and I ended up in the Marines because of the fact that the Marine Corps has no corpsman. They have the Navy corpsman because they're sort of like allied services. So you were so so. did you spend any time with the Navy, or were you just pretty much always with the Marines? I spent a little bit of time with the Navy in the beginning, but it was mostly with the Marines and the Marines love it when you bring up that the Marine Corps is actually under the Department of the Navy. Yeah, they don't like uh, that. That's that's something that they're always thrilled about. But I got to tell you, man, if if you're a Navy corpsman, there is no better friend that you have in the world than a United States Marine. I'm... I, I was never treated better in my life than I was with Marines. They were always great to me, and uh, I loved the Marine Corps. They were they were awesome. Well, you know, if nobody's told you told you today, thank you very much for your service to the country, Mike. Thanks very much. My wife didn't say that this morning when I got up. <laughs> like, why did you? Why did you turn the light on? It said I thought that noise was the trash truck, and I hadn't put the trash cans out yet. I was kind of freaking out a little bit. So now tonight is is a county council meeting, correct? Tonight is a county council meeting. Again, it's not open to the public, but you can stream the county council meeting tonight at fccmo.org. There's a link on the uh, homepage of the website where you can see what's going on tonight. So we want to keep the public safe, but we also want to keep them as informed as we possibly can. And I'm hoping that we are going to see a update from um, our health director, but, but we will see. He would Skype into the meeting and they would have his report that way. We keep our department heads out of the meeting because there's really no reason for them to be there as well. So now, now, and, and the way you're doing it again, not all the council people are there? The, some of them are Skyping in? No, all the council people, well, I, I expect all the council people to be there this week, but we spread us out, um, so we're not all sitting together. So we'll put three down front, and we'll put three up on the dais, and then we'll leave space in between all of us, trying to be cognizant of our uh, spacing and leave the room in between. Now, if someone wants to comment, is there a commenting uh, procedure where you can Skype in or something like that? You can actually send your comments in today to the council. Just send it to council at sccmo.org, and they actually read the comments uh, during the meeting. So no you kidding. Send them in, 
And yeah, Claire and Donna read them during the meeting. Is is Arnie uh, send his in? Uh, you know what? He didn't last week. He actually marched around outside during the council meeting, yelling uh, the entire time. So you you got to give it up to him for an hour and a half of straight yelling. Well, what? Good good lungs there. Where was he outside? Was he outside the building or was he? He was outside the building. Yeah, he was marching up and down on the sidewalk, uh, just just yelling the entire time. Could you hear him inside? You could. You couldn't really make out what he was saying, but you you could hear him. Wow. You know, um, America's a free country, man. Yes. You have the right to express your opinion. Yes, you so, do. And some of us... Ex- we, we all ex- we express our opinions in different ways, right? I was so, going to say, some people express more than others, don't they? <laughs> hey, you know, God bless America. That's what it's all about. You've got the freedom to stand on the steps of the uh, county executive building and say that we're all idiots, and I, I defend your right to be able to do that. You, you go ahead and do it. Well, you know, speaking of that, Mike, I have to be honest with you. I don't think you're doing a real good job as a politician because I ask you questions and you give me answers. So here, let me let me give you a lesson. Let's do some role playing. You ask me a question. You ask me a question, and I'll answer it as a politician should. So, Brad, I was curious what the weather's going to be like today. Well, you know, Mike, uh, I'm glad you asked that question. You know, a lot of us really are concerned about what happens with the atmosphere on a 24-hour basis. And, you know, it's one of those things where we really have to keep updated on it. And it's one of those things that if you don't really keep updated on, sometimes you find yourself all wet and all cold. But, you know, that's that's the way it is. How did I do? That was great. <laughs> and I have no idea. If uh, if it's going to get up to 50 today or if it's going to rain. But well, see, I'm going to guess that most of the weather is going to happen outside. Yes, there you go. Mike Elam, if people want to get in contact with you, uh, what's the best way they can? Uh, go to the County Council website at sccmo.org and go to the County Council page and you'll find all my contact information there. I would also encourage you to go back to that page on a regular basis. If you go to the uh, COVID-19 site, which is on the front page, you can just find a link to it there. Every day at 5 o'clock, those numbers are updated automatically. So every day at 5, you will get the latest numbers as to where St. Charles County sits with our cases. And we put that on our new website. I don't know if you saw this before or not, westplex.news, and all that information is all there on the website as well, too. Mike, thank you very much. And by the way, at 7.45 and 46, 47, 48 seconds, uh, Mike, his day job is he works at Master Clock, which is an internationally renowned manufacturing company located right in St. Charles, right? Right down the street from Lindenwood University, in between Lindenwood and Bunman Ford on West Clay. That's and right. We are a Department of Defense contractor, so they tend to ask us to stay open. <laughs> and, and and you also have contracts with a lot of other uh, government agencies. FAA uses your stuff. Essentially what Master Clock does, it's precision timing. If you need precision timing, and believe it or not, with the world of computers and cell phones and everything like that, everybody has to have the same time. Otherwise, the whole system crashes. Yeah, we had a great week last week where there were uh, a couple of launches that happened using our countdown system. So we were very excited about that. I just worked on two programs last week with NASA. So, so well, well, very no. excited. When when you need to make sure your time is exact, Master Clock is the place that you come. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So hold on. You're talking like launches, like spaceship kind of stuff? 
Yeah, we do a lot of Department of Defense Aerospace is our number one uh, category. So we we work with NASA on countdown systems, and um, whenever you see that that countdown to launch, like there was just a new um, Space Force satellite that went up a couple of weeks ago. Uh, they use part of our countdown system is with part of our clock system is within their countdown system. So, so Mike, what you're telling me is a former radio guy, Mike Elam, is now like a rocket scientist kind of guy? <laughs> Let's say I know them. How about that? <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, you must be the smartest guy to ever be in the radio business if you're hanging with some rocket scientists now, right? You know, rocket scientists and radio engineers are my two favorite people in the world. <laughs> Mike, we'll talk Next again. to the Marines. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk again next week. All right. Have a great one. Thanks, guys. Oh, bye. bye. He's such a good guy, isn't he? I mean, he and, really isn't. He's so funny. He's the unpolitician politician. You know, he is. You ask him a question, you get an answer. You know, it's not like yeah, an answer that makes sense. Yes. that it's pertinent to the question. But you didn't like my 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 answer about weather. Why would I not like that? Uh, never mind. Seven forty-eight, Westplex one hundred seven point one, and the donut liquor. Ain't nobody got time for that. Oh come on. Oh my gosh. Would you leave her alone about that? That was years ago. Oh, remember she licked the donut? She said, I hate America. You know, we gotta remember, yes, I remember we gotta remember that. things like that. Hey, what do you have, what else do you have to remember? Hillerman is open seven days a week. Yes. It is. Yes. Spring has not stopped. Get down there just... and you know what? And they are letting some people in the store, but you know what? You can go online. They get Excuse me, they got most of their stuff online right now. You can order it online. You can go down and pick it up. They'll load it at the curb. Uh, depending upon how far out you are, uh, they'll deliver it. You need Everybody needs mulch right now. Come on. I mean, even if you don't have a house, you need mulch. I mean, you know, to the point where it's been proven that if you put some mulch in the trunk of your car, you'll get 10 to 20 miles per gallon better than if you don't have mulch in your car. Do you know that? I did not know that. <laughs> now you know. I had to process what you said, and I'm like... <laughs> so, uh, Hillerman is a family-owned business. You know what? You need to take care of your uh, garden, your lawn, whatever. Go check out Hillerman. Check them out on the web at Hillerman.com. Two L's, two N's, Hillerman.com. Uh, 756. Nothing else to say? No, 756. Okay. You So, you don't have... You don't. If I ask you anything else to say, you would say, um, you know that um, um, people say that people remember that. Do you know how many times that I got that from my cell yesterday? What? Um, um, that. <laughs> Do you know what? It and and the the big thing that everybody's talking about is this Joe Exotic Tiger King thing. And what you don't realize is that Shelly is in episode four of the Tiger King, where they interview interview her and, you know, talking about the tigers and stuff like that. And they said, and now here's Shelly Barr, an expert on these type of things. Shelly, what do you think about this? I don't think that we should be called cougars anymore. I think we should be called panthers. But Shelly, we're talking about tigers. What do you think about that again? I don't think that we should be called cougars anymore. I think we should be called panthers. That's Shelly Barr. Thank you so much. That's part of the documentary. Did you know that? I did not, but thank you for bringing that up. I feel so much better. <laughs> it's 757. Westplex 107.1. Yes, put your 
That's what I just said. She's always talking. Uh, good morning to you. It is BS in the Morning. It is 8.04. I am Brad. She is Shelly. Our website is bsinthemorning.show. Uh, Shelly, did you Brad? did you schedule the guests like I told you to schedule the guests? I did. <laughs> About, uh, let me think, it's 8.04. This came in at 7.48. So in other words, exactly at 16 minutes ago, I got a text And this is what the text says. Praying for you today. This week, I'm praying for one small business owner a day. And today, it's KSLQ. These are tough days, and I can't imagine the pressure you're under. Pressure you're under. I'm praying for peace in your heart and life today, Brad. I appreciate you and all that you do for our community. Please let me know if I can help in any way. Yes, Chris Heifel, come on the air with me and talk about that. Yeah, Brad, hey, good to hear your voice today. And uh, you were just... Uh, on my mind this morning, and I decided that I was going to start just praying for small business owners this week, and, and uh, it's after Easter, and uh, we've got a lot of hope because of Easter, and so I thought, you know what, I'm just going to I'm going to pray for my friends, and uh, you, you came to my mind and my heart, and so I just thought, today's, today's Brad's day. So you're doing a, a small business every day? I'm going to pray for a small business every day. Wow. Chris Heifel is the lead pastor of Grace River Church. Um, and, you know, I, I tell you what, I mean, I saw this because here's what normally happens. And I don't know if you know this about the radio business, but, you know, nowadays, uh, in the old days, people would call you up on the request line and say, you guys suck. You know, now they do that with tweets. You know, that's stupid. Why did you say that on the air? You're a jerk. <laughs> you know, so instead I get a nice, I got a nice uh, text message. And I'm thinking to myself, who's this? It's Chris Heifel. Yeah, I like to dish out encouragement early in the morning because it's the uh, it's the it's the only thing we get back in return whenever we give it out. And so I know Mondays in in my world as a pastor, Monday can sometimes be hard. And so uh, I like to combat the the case of the Mondays by being an encourager, and it just always seems to come back. And uh, and look, it already has. Now I'm I'm curious. You said something that Mondays are hard for for you being a pastor. Why is that? Um. I think that Sundays are are usually always just amazing days in the life of a church, and even in these days, uh, man, we you know we're seeing some great results at our church, even uh, taking our church online. And I think Mondays can sometimes be um, the euphoric crash a little bit of like, oh man, we experienced all these great things, but now we have kind of a mess to clean up. Still, there's still some you know there's still difficult things that you're walking through with people and. And uh, you're always kind of second guessing yourself on what you wish you would have done differently or said differently. You know, you got maybe there's a you know, believe it or not, we get the negative tweets too and the negative Facebook stuff. And you know, it's just um, if you want everybody to like you, sell ice cream. I think Steve Jobs said that. And so uh, <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm, I'm that's one of my big struggles in my life is I want to I want to make sure everybody likes me. But man, you know, the reality is is that uh, even Jesus had people that didn't like him. So we're in good company. I hear you. Now, Chris, uh, I find interesting guy. He comes to the St. Louis area, what, six years ago now? Yeah, my wife and I moved here a little over six years ago. Uh, decided to uh, start a church, started a church in his uh, living room, uh, moved to uh, a, what was it, the cafeteria or, or the gym at John Weldon School? Yeah, the, uh, it was both. We used, yeah, we used the cafeteria and the gym. And then uh, moved over to the YMCA, on O'Fallon, and now... He's got his own place, which he opened up in December, but unfortunately, you're not uh, using it on Sundays because of the uh, Charlie 19 stuff. Um, and and yeah. 
here's the nosy question for you. And, and you know, we talked about this last time I had in the air. Your wife and your daughter, your wife, who was an ER nurse, uh, came down with uh, the virus. Uh, how, how is she doing? She's doing a ton better. In fact, uh, she is. Um, she just clocked in about an hour ago for her first shift post-COVID-19. And so she's no back kidding. on the front lines today. And um, so she's courageous, man. Uh, way braver than me. So, so, uh, so she's she's back at work already. She's back at work already. Yep. And I mean, yep. and you know, there's been all this talk that you can get it twice. Is that is that like a concern for her? That are she just saying, hey, you know what, I'm doing my job. Yeah, I mean, she's just excited to get back at it, and she loves helping people. So she's she's back at it. She's been um, symptom free for um three or four days and that they say that's all it takes to be able to go back to work because that's where she's at now your daughter had it as well too is she doing well yeah she's bounced back and and uh, actually both both my daughters got it they, they bounced back in less than half of the amount of time that it took sarah no kidding now and, and obviously you're you're quarantined at home with them you didn't ever get it yeah it's shocking that my son and i never got it we there's five of us in the house and Somehow we, he and I dodged a bullet. Um, you know, I obviously I was sleeping downstairs and using separate restrooms and stuff like that, and wiping down doorknobs and every solid surface I could find. You know, almost every hour, my hands are pretty chapped from washing them and all that stuff over and over again. But we somehow came out unscathed. I don't know if I'm asymptomatic or what, uh, but all I know is is that um, I didn't get it. So. Well, feel, you know, uh, I'm going to say very fortunate. I'm going to say something weird, but maybe you've got a special connection. Yeah, who knows, man? Who knows? I'm I'm just uh, I'm I'm grateful that uh, my you know that even the case that my wife got was fairly mild. Um, it was really difficult, but still, she didn't have to get admitted to the hospital or anything like that. And so, we feel very fortunate and blessed. Well, for those of you who've never been to Grace River Church, there will be a day, hopefully real soon, where you can go back to the services on Sunday morning. For the time being, uh, are, are you back doing it uh, from the church uh, uh, streaming, or are you still from your house? Yeah, this this weekend I'll actually be uh, recording from the church, which will be nice. So last last two weeks I've had to record from my living room, but it's been fun either way. I, I feel like a YouTuber. I've got a little, uh, you know, stand with my my phone clips in with a light ring and so it kind of feels weird but uh, yeah excited to be able to at least go back to the facility and you know it's a great chance if you're kind of looking to um, experience a church and, and not the awkwardness of having to meet a bunch of people man you're welcome to come check out our church if you're listening at graceriver.cc uh, you can actually watch sermons right now online and so you can check us out um, and so we have uh, services on demand right now. And so for the last three or four weeks, we've got posted. And so we, we'd love for you to check those out online. It's just a great chance to kind of check out our church without having to check out our church. The majority of people that I meet that visit Grace River Church have already watched several services online. And um, and so I, I think that's a really great way for you to get started. So if you're, you're listening and you're looking for some hope, um, you're looking for some encouragement. I encourage you to check us out online at graceriver.cc. And from the front page, you'll be able to navigate and, um, and be able to see uh, how you can stream our online services. I am touched that uh, today is the day that you're uh, praying for us. I mean, uh, you know, because quite honestly, I'm not trying to play it uh, like, uh, you know, we got a bad uh, deal here, but it's tough being in the radio business right now because, you know, radio business is sort of hard to begin with. But when everything closes down and we cannot promote any more events and 
we can't uh, you know put new advertisers on the air because nobody's doing anything. It's a little bit funky, to be honest with you, Chris. Yeah, yeah, you're like a sports announcer, right? And so, uh, yeah. a lot, <laughs> what, what are those guys? I haven't watched ESPN in the last several weeks. <laughs> right. I imagine it's pretty dry. Yeah, you know, they're, so it's, uh, yeah, they're rerunning old. It. They're rerunning old stuff. And uh, matter of fact, uh, you know they've they've got uh, turtle races on and stuff like that. You know, I mean, it's sort of bizarre. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Chris, thank you well, so we much. Just appreciate you guys, and uh, you know, we love that you're active in the O'Fallon Chamber of Commerce and Industries. I uh, really appreciate the friendship with you and with Shelly and and uh, KSLQ and Westplex one hundred seven point one and. We just feel very fortunate that we're a part of this community with you guys. Well, we, we do what we can, and like I said, it's gotten it's gotten tough for us. And I'm not, and you know, and I and I, I said I think he, here I think what's going to happen, and maybe you're on the leading edge of this, is that you know there's going to come a day, uh, you know, maybe it'll be uh, sooner than later, and where things will start to get back to normal. And I think everybody will feel much better, and I think that they'll maybe appreciate. The fact that, uh, you know, uh, things we took for granted, like going to the store, going to your church on Sunday morning. I mean, even going like to the chamber meetings where you could, you know, sit next to people and have lunch and shake hands and things like that. Maybe the shaking hand things won't come back, but still, there'll be a day we'll get back to normal and I think we'll all appreciate it more. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I agree. You know, I, I look forward to all those community events. I don't even like baseball that much. I'm excited <laughs> to go to a Cardinals game, um, you know, and so... Um, you know, just stuff like that. We definitely took all, all those things for granted, and uh, this is a great reminder. Um, but I, I tell you, man, from my perspective, uh, I do think that uh, we're running this rat race of life, and, and and we're all on this treadmill, and our treadmill just broke. Yeah, I hear you. So what's great is what's great is we get a little opportunity to reset here. And when in life do you ever get an opportunity to reset? This is just a great moment um, in and we'll never have it. We more than likely will never have this again in our entire lifetime. And so we might as well embrace it and and do the reset together. And then we come back even better and stronger. And so I'm, I'm looking forward to coming back as a community even better, even stronger than we were before. Leave it to Chris Heisville to leave us on such a positive note. I'm telling you. Thank you so much. A web address one more time. Uh, you can check us out online at graceriver.cc. Really appreciate you guys, and I, I, le- I legitimately and wholeheartedly am praying for you today. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, Chris. Thank you. Um, bye-bye. What a great guy he is, isn't he? Not that he he's praying for us. He's such a good soul. <laughs> I got that. You know, and I didn't tell you. I sort of slipped that one in, but she found out because he posted on uh, on uh, Facebook he was going on. Uh, but I'm going like, he sent me the, uh, this text out of the clear blue. I'm going like, he's praying for us? For us? Why would he do that? But, uh, you know, I mean, it's... it's it's uh, Probably because we're a small business and we're struggling despite what people think. Well, I think everybody knows we struggle, you know? <laughs> I don't know if they do or not. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, the, the, the being, uh, being in our industry... I mean, any of the media right now, I mean, it's all just crazy time. You know, even like everybody's... Well, even like digital. I mean, digital's way off because of the fact that nobody's doing anything. I mean, you know, you can't promote the fact that you're open, uh, you know, for lunchtime special today because there are no restaurants that are doing lunchtime special unless it's at the drive through You know, you can't promote the fact that there's an event that's going on tonight. Uh, or that there's a you know like a you know a a business after hours with uh, with the chamber or something like that because they're not doing it so anyway we'll just have to wait and see what happens he's a good guy i like him and uh, you know uh, 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 if you've never checked out his church before the running joke is 
that uh, he kept kidding me when he opened up his new church, the the new building there on uh, Veterans Memorial Parkway in the south uh, south side of 70 between, uh, um, what is that, Billow Creek, uh, T.R. Hughes, and uh, Salt Lake. Uh, yes. He said that, and he told me this to my face. He said, if you show up at my church, I will pee in my pants. So I said, well, whoa. So he threw down the challenge. So I went and I bought a big old pack of Depends. And I showed up at his church the very first morning. And I walked up to him and I go, Chris, I'm here. And go ahead and pee. Just put these on and you'll be just fine. And he got the biggest kick out of it. And he said he still has he those. He really did get the biggest kick out of <laughs> he it. Has he those, thought that was so funny. He has those depends at some place in his office or something like that. Every once in a uh-huh. while he refers to them. He says, you know, that's what happens. So anyway, good guy. Hey, uh, anything you got real quick? Because we're going to play some music. We're behind. I think we need to play some music. 816. Westplex 107.1. It is BS in the morning. It is uh, Brad and Shelly. She is Brad. I'm Shelly. Is that right? That's absolutely correct. And our website is bsinthemorning.show. You know, I don't want to see, especially after having Chris Heifel on, I don't want to be like Mr. Negative Energy here, but I ordered I ordered some parts for the radio station, okay? And I got them on eBay. You know, Mr. Recycle, I'm buying you stuff on eBay, right? And everybody is always dissing the post office. And quite honestly, I've had great luck with the post office lately. If, if somebody ships me something, you know, uh, you know, uh, a package, I get it in like two days. Even if it's like coming from the West Coast, the East Coast. I'm going like, damn, this is good. So having said that, here's the escapade of one of the things I ordered, not last week, but the week before, which was shipped not this past Friday, but a week ago Friday, okay? And as <laughs> it slowly but surely, at least I hope, makes its way here, uh, this came out of, uh, which one is it? It is this one. Okay, this one came out of California, okay? And it's like all over the place. It started out in Tracy, California, okay? Then Seligam, Arizona. Then Vega, Texas. Then Cuba, Missouri. Then Champaign, Illinois. Then Champaign, Illinois again. Then Chicago. Then Champaign, Illinois. And finally, Overland. So maybe, and it says right now, it's on FedEx vehicle for delivery. Okay? So (laughs) it's had a nice tour (laughs) almost of two-thirds of the United States. I mean, like, is that crazy or what? That's pretty cray-cray. Why would it... But you eventually got it, right? No, I still haven't gotten it. Still haven't gotten it. So it's been <laughs> no, like... That's funny. <laughs> it's been like, like, this is day, like day 12, you know, as it bounces around. Uh, you know, but once again, it was in Cuba, and then it went to Champaign, and then it went to Chicago. So it's like, okay, so it was in a truck, and it drove right by St. Louis on 44, and then went up 55, or what is it? Champagne's on... Is that, I think Champagne's on 57. Yeah, so it went up 55, 57, then it went up Chicago, and it came back down, and now it's in Overland. And you know they're 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 shutting that place down in Overland? Do you know that? The the FedEx terminal is right there on 170. Just as you come south on 170, it's just uh, as you cross over Page, it's to the right um, uh, between Page and Olive. They're shutting that down. They're going to move everything out to uh, St. Peter's. I thought they were shutting down um, Earth City. 
Uh, and they, yeah, that that too. They're going to move everything. Apparently, they're building. I don't know where it's at. Is it in three seventy? The Fountain Park out there, whatever they call. It. What is that place? The business of fountains at three seventy. What is that called? You know what I'm talking about? Isn't I there, have no idea. Anyway, supposedly they're moving everything out there. So that's going to be the new FedEx hub, and they're consolidating like two or three places into one big old monstrous place out there. So um, you know, once again, a lot of people don't realize it, but man, there's a lot of a lot of uh, shipping that goes on in the St. Louis area. But you know what? Not as much as it should be because if you look at where we're at you know first off a we're at the confluence of two big rivers so there's barge traffic missouri and mississippi comes right up and down you know mississippi goes uh, you know uh, north and south the uh, uh, you know missouri goes east and west at least in this part of the country it does uh we've got all the interstates we got 55 we got 44 we got 64 we got 70 am i missing any um you know and and uh, right smack dab in the middle of the country but yet when I every time I drive through Memphis, and I don't do it all that often anymore, but I used to have a business down there. But every time when I drive through Memphis, there's a big sign that always sort of ticks me off, and it says the something to the effect that "Welcome to Memphis, the shipping hub of the country." And part of that has to do with the fact that that's FedEx's main terminal. That uh, at least the overnight stuff when it goes on the plane, it ends up in Phoenix. Or excuse me, Phoenix in Memphis for the most part. At one point in time, did you know that that everything, almost everything that went overnight in the country went through Memphis? What did you just say? Almost everything in the country, one point in time with FedEx, if you ship something overnight. Almost every single thing went through Memphis. That was the hub. So in other words, if you were shipping something overnight, you know, like a package or even like an overnight letter, if you were shipping it from like, uh, you know, like let's say from Florida to Michigan, it stopped in Phoenix because all the planes would come in at night. Uh, they would do all the sorting there in, in Memphis and then they would, uh, they would uh, you know, put it on the proper plane. It would go back out. And then it would be uh, dropped off at the terminal. Like, for example, here in St. Louis, the uh, the uh, FedEx overnight terminal is on the north side of the airport. If you know where McDonald is, um, there's a terminal right there. UPS is up there and FedEx is up there. They're on the north side, uh, sort of where, if you remember the old days, where 94th Aero Squadron used to be, not too far from there. That's, I love that place. That was an icon. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, it's a it's an empty field now. <laughs> but uh, so everything in the country goes through Memphis, and that's what they or at least used to, and that's what they brag about. Memphis has got a big hub, and obviously Memphis is on the Mississippi as well too. So they take advantage of that. But I'm thinking, why isn't St. Louis the shipping hub? We should be because we got you know in, in Memphis they don't have that many interstates. They got essentially they got 55 and 40, and I think that's pretty much it. I'm trying to think of any other interstates go through there 40 goes through there east and west and 55 goes north and south i don't think that's i think those are the only two we've got you know i mean in the state of missouri i i you know i talked to somebody a couple weeks ago about this i mean we've got like i don't know i think it's 10 or 11 interstates in the state of missouri how many other states can say that because yeah, not a lot well i know i know it's the part it's like okay how come missouri isn't like the shipping hub well to a certain extent we are but not as well as we could be it is 8 20 Nine. Westplex 107.1. I like that song. 841, although that's the super clean version of that song. Shelly, you know, you ever do deep thinking? I always am a deep thinker. Okay. Have you ever wondered about language and that why are some words taboo and others aren't? Who, who did that? I mean, like, for example, like that. My favorite word. Well, that song is actually the title of it is Lonely, but if you listen to the unedited version of it, it's Lonely AF. AF. Okay, so it's the F word. Okay, 
who designated that F word to be a bad word? Who who said that? And and all sorts of bad words like the S word. I don't know and, because it's my favorite word. It goes with everything. It's oh, very on. listen to you. No, but it does. Uh, no, but I, I'm serious. Who said that? Like the N word was bad. Who said that? You know, like if you if you if you call somebody uh, you know a cracker, you know that's an insult. Or if you like like for example, it used to be. I mean, like when when I was growing up, when I was a kid, my mom was in special education. And she taught retarded kids. That's what, you know, that's what you said. And to the point where, you know, that was one of the things that, and now that's like the R word. You can't say that anymore. Oh, you can't say that. I mean, like, okay, you know, who A, originally made those words bad? And B, who's the people that made them bad now? Because there are certain words that you used to be able to say that you can't say anymore. And that's one of them. If you, if you say, you know, oh, you know, he's retarded. People, oh, oh, oh you can't say that anymore. Okay, well, I'm an old guy. How come I used to be able to say that and I can't say it anymore? Who, who's the person that does that? And, and why are we so weird about words? If I say the word love, people go like, oh, that's nice. If I say the word hate, people go, oh, not good. Because that automatically puts a, I mean, it, it's how you feel. You know, Maya Angelou always said. Here we go. <laughs> I know, I know. But she did. And. You know, a person will forget what you said, a person will forget what you did, but a person will never forget how you made them feel. And those two particular words are feels. And one of them makes you feel really good, and the other one makes you feel not so good. But, but how did that happen? And how do we get new words? I mean, every year, like, you know, the, be- you know, the beginning of the year, there's... Urban Dictionary. Well, there's well, there's a perfect example. I mean, if you take some crazy slang, and you look, even, you know, even stuff that's relatively new, you look up an Urban Dictionary, there's like 20 definitions. It's like, okay, so which one is it? You know, if I say this, you know, like, you know, which definition do I use? And, and you know, who comes up with those is that just something like like you know like for example you know like for example the word which i i heard recently and it sort of crept in my vocabulary grin hinky okay someone says oh that's sort of hinky okay what does that mean it means uh sketch sketchy yeah okay what does sketchy mean it means let me think of a word for it uh, not right. Okay, according to a dictionary, according to Merriam-Webster, uh, definition of hinky, slang, nervous, jittery, suspicious. But yet, uh, but yet, <laughs> there's there if you if, if there also is definition another website, uh, Wiktionary, uh, hinky, comparative hinky-er are more hinky, superlative hinkiest are most hinky, informal. Acting suspiciously, okay? So where did that word come from? I have no idea. <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, now, there is there is vernacular that's used like in businesses. Like we've got all sorts of crazy things like we've got, you know, in our industry we call, you know, like technically we have what we call like STLs and, and, and ratings-wise we have what, you know, PPM and, 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 uh, you know, and like, for example, one of the things that always cracked me up when I first got in the radio business is a, a, a guy, one of my mentors says, he says, the worst thing you can ever be is a puker. And I looked at him and go, what's a puker? 
<laughs> and he goes, you know what? Those guys who talks like that. Hey, I'm a DJ and I'm talking on the radio. Hey, we're playing the hits for you. DJ radiation <laughs> would, ne- would never sound like that, don't you think? No. <laughs> no, you wouldn't sound like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway. DJ he- radiation, <laughs> maybe, because he's like your alter ego, but... <laughs> Things you normally wouldn't do and say, DJ radiation is not that. Boy, did I get myself in trouble last week because there was this unfortunate story that came out. I'm going to say it. You're going to get mad at me, but I'm going to say it. So, what? <laughs> their story came out. And, man, I hate like heck to, to, to use this as sort of a, you know, we've started got turned it into something somewhat funny, but it was sad. A guy by the name of DJ Cut. Uh, yeah, he yeah, got, yeah. He I got cut from 95.5, one of the local radio stations. And this is happening all over the radio business. Every time I open up one of the trade publications, it's like, you know, so-and-so's laid off all their disc jockeys at XYZ station. Their news department has, has been fired. And oh, my God, it's, it's, it's terrible. So anyway, locally, DJ Cut was on uh, Afternoons and 95.5. And his sidekick was... Really? <laughs> his sidekick was Miss Pooh. P-O-O-H. So as a joke, it just came out of my mouth that I was going to rename myself when we you and I do afternoons, because we do afternoons as well as mornings. I was going to rename myself DJ Radiation, which I couldn't believe that nobody had had bought. And I went and, you know, in between breaks when I did this last week, I found that I could buy <laughs> DJRadiation.com. So, hey, baby, I'm going to radiate my, my, my radio waves right into your head. I'm DJ Radiation, right? Sort of like a, you know, like almost like a, you know, like a Wolfman Jack kind of thing. So I, I called my sidekick Mrs. Pooh. <laughs> I think she just turned her mic off. Are you there, Shelly? Oh, she's gone. Well, it wasn't you that I called. (laughs) She literally got so mad at me. (laughs) She's gone. Oh, well. 847. Westplex 107.1. It is Circles X55. 855. Uh, That's going to do it for BS in the morning. I think Shelly left. Is she there? She did leave. She got mad at me. Are you there, Shelly? No, she got mad at me. Never to be heard from again. Well, that's going to do it for BS in the Morning. Appreciate you coming by this morning. Uh, We will talk to you this afternoon at 4 o'clock right here on Westplex 1071 and on the web at westplex1071.com. 856.